0: and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before and all who will come after. J Ma. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, McLean McGowan. As always, it is an honor to be gathered with you across the internet, across the interwebs. And I hope that wherever you find yourself
1: today, that you are able to feel into your space and your body and your breath,
0: finding some comfort away from all that is swirling and changing through this odd and non-stopping portal of time.
1: If we can, let's all close our eyes, if you're able. Taking a brief pause to tune in with yourself. Noticing where you're holding in your body, your bones, your muscles, your forehead, your jaw. Tension in your tongue and your teeth. Sides of the neck. Solar plexus, heart space letting everything settle in and melt into the chair or the seat or the bed. Releasing anything that is not serving your highest good, letting it wash out on the exhale. And on the inhale, bringing a levity, a life force, Pure radiant light into the body on the inhale, oxygenating the blood,
0: reinvigorating your face as you keep the muscles relaxed on the forehead, the
1: eyebrows, feeling the eyeballs roll back into their sockets, letting the cheekbones melt into the face, the lips separate slightly to relax the jaw. And then noticing anything you might want to be calling in today. I would serve you and support you as you move through your day as a mother, as you work, as you clean, as you cook, as you support others in your life. We're all holding so much right now
0: we always must come back to that place of how can we refill ourselves throughout the day in little ways so that by the end of the day they've
1: added up to quite a substantial amount of self-care and self-love. I just did a card pulling. You can keep your eyes closed for this if you'd like, if you're able.
0: The deck that I love and I always use here, the
1: Earth Warriors Oracle by Alana Fairchild. And I pulled Aloha Ke Akua. Blessings of the Supreme Being. The divine is love, the supreme being
0: from which all of life emanates manifests a blessing for you. The realm of the heart is love's temple. When you enter the heart, you gain access to the Great One into the mana, the power, authority, grace, and magnetism to manifest your divine destiny. Trust in what is meant for you. Surrender doubt and disconnection in favor of love and respect for the Great One. And you shall live your true destiny with joy in your heart. Love can and will conquer all. And the reading goes on to say, A blessing is coming to you now. Things do not need to be complicated. When you are confusing yourself with too many variables, too much information, or fear and doubt, focus on filling your heart with love and let everything else go. The Great One will handle all matters in your life if you open your heart to divine guidance and let go with faith. This will not make you passive. Rather, it will allow you to feel inspired to take only the most helpful actions. This oracle indicates an answered prayer and that the Divine One has you covered in a situation of concern to you. You are healing and deepening your relationship with the divine. You have an empowered and open open heart that is capable of receiving divine presence. This is a sacred gift that must be protected. Protect the temple of your heart from becoming clouded by fear or lack of forgiveness. The purity and strength of your heart flows from your loving relationship with the supreme being, whatever your image of that being may be. Allow yourself to trust unconditionally in your divine relationship and your affairs will work out beautifully. And it goes on, but that's, that's a good start and something I needed to hear today of trusting in the divine guidance and, and love and always coming back to love over fear. And it seems almost a cliche now, but it isn't. It's really true when we can come back to love because none of us know what's really happening. No one knows what it's going to look like in six months or three months or a month or even tomorrow. There's so many changes rapidly taking place internally and externally of our own beings. So, you know, how do we want to dwell in the present moment? Do we want to be fearful and anxiety ridden over stuff that is completely out of our control? Or do we want to be being in this present moment full of love and trust and knowing that we are in this crazy time, but we're here at this time to be here and to be facilitators of change. And how can we love more and love our lives even amidst the crazy? And, and talking with so many of you, you know, there have been a lot of blessings. Everyone I talk to, no matter how fearful or anxious or stressed out they might be feeling right now, everyone is saying that there have been blessings from this time. And I know I certainly have been feeling a lot of them. And when my anxiety starts to ramp up, a lot of times it's at night when I'm finally having moments to myself to actually think. Um, it's it's not happening every day by any means because I'm kind of hiding out in Tennessee, taking it day by day with my family. But um, when the anxiety does creep up, I just have to really remind myself to come back to the present moment gratitude, count my blessings. We're all happy. We're all healthy. We're all showing up. And I'm very grateful for that. I take none of that for granted. And I have shared and always share the act of gratitude is such a prayer filled way to live. And we do have so much to be grateful for. If we're waking up every day and are in relatively good health and have a roof over our head and food to eat, we are blessed. We are very blessed. And we must take notice of that and feel that thriving throughout our whole bodies. Because when we can do that, then we can give from a place of fullness and love to those that really need our help. And we're all still figuring it out. So, you know, grace and gentleness as we journey through this time. But never has it been more apparent to me To live in the present moment. And that's what I've been really trying to focus on. And trust, trust in the divine timing of this and trust in my higher power, what that means to me. And relinquish the need to control that knee jerk reaction, that addiction to try to control and micromanage and think of all the possibilities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, for example, I've been talking a lot about play school with my friends or preschool for our little ones. And, you know, a lot of people are super stressed out about it. And the thing is, is like, I'm really not because I have some options. I'm continuing to find options and I'm grateful that I can have options. And of course, they're not the things that I was thinking about six months ago, but they're options. And um, I'm not going to know really what's going to happen until I'm back in LA until September happens, you know, and that's just the reality. So I'm telling anyone that needs answers from me that I don't have the answers and no one truly has the answers. And if people are dependent upon my answer right now, then they need to move on because I can't promise anyone anything right now. And I think When people are promising things right now, it's kind of false because there's no way to totally know what's happening. Um, I'm sorry if that sounds really vague, but I've just been talking to so many mom friends and with the school, especially the little ones with play school, um, but the older ones too, going back to school or figuring out the pods or starting homeschool for the first time, which I am with my older one, which I'm very excited about. And I know it'll be challenging. There's just a vagueness that we're most of us are not used to living in and around. But I think that's where so much of the healing comes from, right, is how do we show up? How do we live not having the answers? Because when you really look at it, the answers were based largely in falsehood. A lot of the things we cling to as thinking are the truth or the the set ways of the way things need to be done a lot of those are blowing up currently or have blown up and we're kind of standing here with the tatters. So if you're going through any of that, you mamas, believe me, I relate and I'm in it with you and just know, and people used to tell me, this is why it's so good for, t- to have friends of all ages when you're a mother, you need to have friends that have kids older than you and younger than you, you know, cause it's like this circle and we all help each other in our different developments, but Friends of mine throughout the years that I've had older kids have said to me, just trust, just know it really is going to work out when it comes to schools. And I live in Los Angeles. I live in West Los Angeles. And when it comes to schools and preschools, it's freaking insane. You have to be on the preschool wait list before the baby's born or immediately after. And The fear of God is put into new mothers about not getting into the right preschool and the play school and then the right school. And, you know, people start tutoring at two years old to get into the fancy private schools. And, you know, if that's your path, that's great for you. I personally find that to be not something that I want to be doing. And it has added so much stress. I see this in my clients time and time again. It adds so much stress to motherhood. Because here's the thing, your kid's life is not going to be made or broken based on their play school. It's just not, or their preschool, or even their grade school, you know? Um, We have to look at a bigger scope, you know, what makes a well-rounded, happy child? And here's a hint, it's not just academics, guys, it's not, it just really isn't. And that's why I'm so excited to delve into homeschool to really look at my own patterns of what I think education is, to debunk myths, to debunk a lot of the things that I once thought, and my husband will be going through his own journey with that as well, because um, he had a much more regimented education than than I did. Um, and education, it was something that's important to both of our families growing up in our own selves, but it's just going to be a really interesting process of looking at what learning means, what education means. What homework means, what studying means, um, and I'll be sharing a lot of that with you as we move through the fall, which I'm psyched for. but anyway, i've just I've been talking to clients. I've been doing my motherhood coaching calls, my postpartum coaching calls, and there's so much stress for moms right now, obviously, that are holding it down that are working, that are entrepreneurs working from home, that have corporate jobs working from home, that have partners working from home also, I mean, we're, We're trying to figure it out the best we can. And, you know, the sad truth is that a lot of children that don't have the means to do pods or to have special tutors or for the parents to be able to homeschool, you know, they will be suffering. And that is a very hard pill to swallow through this time as well. And so I just want to speak to that because I don't want you to think that I'm just in this white privileged bubble you know, homeschooling, which is true, is what I'm doing. It's what I'm choosing to do. But also knowing that there will be work to be done for myself and hopefully to involve my children in volunteering and, and finding ways to help the children of LA that are being currently left behind or are falling behind, not left behind, but are falling behind due to their socioeconomic situation. And it's not pretty. I mean, the school situation in California right now is not good. It's creating even more disparity between the haves and the have-nots, which is pretty hard to wrap your head around because it, all, it already is pretty brutal. So, you know, with all of these things, there are blessings and there are things to learn. And I'm grateful for what I can do and what I can learn. And then hopefully I can bring that forward into the community. So we all can be lifted up. But, you know, through this portal of time, there are so many things, so many thought processes, so many things that are crumbling that need to crumble. And this is part of it. And our education system in this country is failing. We have students getting out of college with so much debt, not able to get jobs, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt for sure tens of thousands if you know not hundreds of thousands in debt and it's just not how it should be and we can do better as a nation so i am really hoping that the questions parents questioning you know waking up to new alternatives um college is probably going to look really different in 10 years and 15 years than it does now um and it's already happening cuz Friends of mine that have college age kids, you know, they're all having to make really hard decisions whether they even go back to college because if it's all remote learning, you're still on the hook for like 50, 60 grand. And so it's making people really question the things they've been working for. And so anyway, it's just it's just a very interesting moment of looking at our societal patterns and You know, we tend to cling to the things that are familiar, but familiarity does not mean it's healthy or good, right? So best of luck to everyone during this ramp up into the fall. And we will have more information as it progresses and it goes along and we'll course correct when we need to, you know, as always. But I do think there is so much positivity coming from this time. And we just have to keep on going. We have to refill ourselves, get out in nature, put your feet in the grass, get the sun on your skin without sunblock for at least a couple of minutes, five, 10 minutes a day. Breathe the air, turn off the news, and come back to yourself. Come back to true real life. Don't let the fear bring you down. I just read a statistic saying how. There have been more suicides and drug overdoses in the United States than COVID deaths.
1: So that's a harrowing thought, isn't it? The fear is actually killing us and the isolation and the aloneness. So finding ways to connect with your community, your family, a few loved ones,
0: you know, over the phone or figure out how you feel safe to see a couple of people in your life, especially for your kids it's really hitting the kids. It's not right or normal for kids to not be around kids so I urge you to find some ways to make that work where you feel safe where everyone can feel safe and supported and and knowing that you know what is safety too um, looking at that what does that word even mean to you and If you are going out into the world knowing that you're not 100% safe anytime, whether you get in a car or a plane or your kids riding the bike down the street, you know, or taking a bath. I mean, don't let fear keep you from living.
1: Let love support your living. Let love support your life. And that's how we're all going to rise up together. That's really what I wanted to share
0: today. Just let love rule. Let love rule. That song I love. This is a quick real talk. I've had some great guests on recently. Last week, Brooke Lightstone, who is just such a light being and a light worker. If you did not listen to that, please go back and listen to it. Um, She's a mother and a wife and an amazing spiritual worker who works primarily with women and children. So have a listen to that. And if you need extra support, she is a great person to bring into your life. Per usual, as I've mentioned, I am still doing my coaching calls. So please reach out. Please DM me or email me, McLean, M-C-L-E-A-N, at motherthemother.com. If you're a mama-to-be, if you're pregnant, I am doing coaching calls through pregnancy. Also helping you plan your postpartum and then supporting you through your first six weeks on into motherhood. So please reach out. I'm here. I have the time. I have the space and the bandwidth. And I would love to be part of your team as you go through this time. And as usual, if you could please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review this show. It truly makes a difference for me keeping the show going. And I'm here for you. We are co-creating this space together. Always open for feedback and topics you'd like to hear talked about. I, on my real talks, just like to keep it real on topics that I see need to be talked about from my mom community and my clients. And there's just so much, you know, stress right now. And I wanted to speak to that today because we are in control of how we respond to things. And it's a muscle that has to be worked to not go down the anxiety rabbit holes, the fear rabbit holes, the anger rabbit holes. You know, some anger is needed right now, for sure, to make changes happen for the better. But, you know, it takes a self-discipline to keep yourself on the path of light. It truly does. And for most of us, it's a daily, sometimes hourly practice, meditating, keeping our thoughts positive and healthy and uplifted, because our thoughts really do spread to the rest of our bodies. And affect our overall health. I mean, it is completely interlinked. And, you know, I think especially as mothers, we have this thought that if we worry about it, it's not going to happen. But that's actually really false. And it just creates a busted nervous system. And also, I think, pulls a lot of the things we don't want to happen to happen. Anyway, I'm all ears for what you need. So please let me know what you'd like me to talk about. Their guests you'd like to have on the podcast, I'm all ears. Please let me know. And I'm sending you all big, big love from Memphis, Tennessee. I'll be making my way back to Los Angeles soonish. And I see you, I hear you, and may we all rise up together. J Ma. I have a new podcast recommendation for all of you. It's called Make Life Delicious. And it's Megs and Pegs. They are a mother-daughter duo and their conversations explore life, food, and the pursuit of happiness. Megan is a certified holistic health coach and Mama Peggy is an entrepreneurial foodie with a zesty personality. Together, they have the kind of conversations that you wish you could have had with your mom, including alternative health practices, relationships and family, and maintaining a healthy balance when life gets messy. They're unpacking all the juicy goodness just for you. And I have to add, they have amazing amazing stories of all their recipes and as they travel and cook on the road and from home and with their family it's it's really fascinating and awesome food really great you know fresh ingredients a lot of gluten free healthy choices and they're just a dynamic duo so I highly recommend